Welcome to The Sipping Point, the whiskey podcast where we ask the whisk what, the whisk where, and the whisk who as we journey on another destination that's fucked up, <laughs> as we go on another journey to the whiskey destination of a guest as they tell us their dream drumming experience. I'm Cameron Hobbs, the master blender, joined as ever by the whiskey goblin. Angus Coots. Hello. How are you, Angus? I'm really good, Cam. How are you? I'm good. The question we always ask. What have you been drinking since I saw you last? Since you saw me last, I've not actually drank that much because it was only a couple of days ago <laughs> and I'm trying to be a little bit more sober at the end of the fringe. However, yesterday I drank a quarter bottle of Balvenie 12. Ooh, the, uh, it's a good it is good, the sherry cask. Uh, I didn't mean to. I did my first uh, whiskey tour, my whiskey tasting back since the fringe. And usually what I do during this at one point is say, oh, this whiskey was my grandfather's favorite. It's true. Um, and I would hold the bottle and I would take a sniff and I would take a big glug, glug, glug out of the bottle to get a cheap laugh because it was like I'm drinking loads of whiskey. But we use dummy bottles in the venue. First one back, no one told me we'd switch to real bottles, and I just tanned a quarter bottle right in front of them, and whoo Yeah, so that's what I've been drinking a lot of recently. Given that you said that you were going to be affet after the festival, that's mm. not the best way to, to No, that. although to be fair, I'm going to Philadelphia on Tuesday, and I'm going to drink a lot when I'm there. And then when I get back, I'll probably have the rest of September off. Fair. Podcast recording aside. Absolutely, that doesn't count. Grand, well... Last episode, we had... Mary Elaine Robertson. Mary Elaine Robertson from Shetland. Yes. Perhaps one of the... Well, perhaps the most northerly point of, of Scotland, the, the British Isles. Isles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week, we're going to the bottom end. Yeah, um, right down. Right at the bottom. Got our getting, first English. <laughs> we've got the barrel and we've gone straight to the bottom of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're absolutely excited and delighted to welcome another comedian uh, all the way from Cornwall. We're going to be joined by Sam Lake. Just Cam here. So the drams that we're having tonight are the Sweet Dram Blend number one. The Douglas Lang Double Barrel Speyside and Lowland, and the Copper Dog. See if you can guess which one they're drinking. Sam, welcome to the Sipping Point. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming it's along. It's a genuine pleasure. It is a genuine pleasure. Um, another person who is on our podcast that has been thriving during the Edinburgh Festival. Are you glad it's over? Yeah. I had a lovely month, but the fringe lifestyle is not sustainable for any more than three and a half-ish weeks. I reckon it could go on our month. No, you're a sadist. Oh, I miss it already, man. The last night of the fringe, I was up after seat at 7am, giving people who'd taken too much acid cookies. <laughs> I saw a lot of videos from up after seat uh, about that time. Yeah, it was uh, too many clowns. Uh, Dylan Woodley. Standing on top of the... Uh... Yeah, also Mark Silcox was there. And do you know what he did as a nice treat for everybody? He climbed Arthur's seat what? after 6am in the morning. What? He brought a nice bag of loose, hard-boiled eggs oh. so that everyone could enjoy a nice warm egg. That sounds awful. I did not take one of his Fair. eggs from his big egg bag. Oh, dear. It looked messy. I also saw movie star Karen Gillan was up the hill. Yeah. She won't stop following us. Yeah. We keep seeing her all around the fringe. Yeah. I mean, I used to see her every day, but... Okay. 
Oh, I thought you were saying like in your dreams or something. No, no, God, no. We went to school together. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> whenever, whenever you say like anything vaguely, I just, I just assume the worst about you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fear. Please. <laughs> um, so through the festival, uh, another acclaimed performance all the way through. Good reviews. Good yeah. Outcomes. Lovely. I had a lovely time. It was very, di- I didn't know you could have a nice time at the Fringe in that way. And I had a very nice time. You, yep. saw, you saw the show. I it was saw very the nice show. I thought it was fantastic. I uh, loved it. Um, How many yeah. fringes typically do you need to go through for it to be an enjoyable fringe? I mean, have you done that? You've... That would be, that's my second solo show, but I've, I've come to the fringe since 2016. It was when I went, mm. when I met David, my husband. So well, that was another thing. Marilyn and I were talking yesterday. She, she was talking because I'm gearing up for doing my debut hour next year. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and she was like, well, you know, this was my sixth hour. But then she yeah. never really listened to Marilyn because she was doing hour spots at the fringe before she was doing fives at Red. Yeah. Oh, she, did yeah. It, she did it really backwards. Yeah. She's an idiot. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love Marilyn. Um, ultimately, we're here to delve into your drinking history. Sure. As well as your show history. So <laughs> right away, we do have the drams in front of you. And yes. we're back on the blends this time. A couple of these donated by Paul Whitson. Thank you very much, Malt sir. Whitson. Ultimately, we're going through the same thing again, where you will blind taste, you will review. At the end, we'll ask you to rank these drams from your favourite to your least oh, favourite. okay. And then we will ask you which one is the supermarket special, i.e. it can be bought in Asda or Tesco's or Sainsbury's off the shelf. The other two cannot. Okay. Only buy online, direct from the supplier or from specialist whiskey locations. Oh, that's a challenge. Indeed. Oh, yeah. We'll be doing all of that while we find about about your whiskey history and then build your dream driving experience. But first of all, let's start with the history. How did you get into whiskey? I don't. I don't like it. Excellent. <laughs> Should I go? <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for the simple point. See you next time. I genuinely think anytime I've had whiskey, it's either been in a cocktail or it has been handed to me by this man. Yes. And I think the last time I had whiskey, you were there. I think I had a go at you as well. I think I saw you in a bar. You were yeah, drinking whiskey. I was. and Because there was a whiskey. There was lots of whiskeys. There was a whole whiskey We were menu. in the Waverly Bar yes. on St. Mary's Street, a wonderful whiskey bar. Um, I just think I saw you with it and you had ice in it. And as we all know about people that take ice in their whiskey. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say, there's, there's, already, there's too much being cut about what's What was about. weird is that I had just run over a child and then I put ice in the whiskey and you were like, that's the worst thing you've done all evening. And I stand by that. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But the, the joy of this podcast is that this is not a serious whiskey drinking pod where we want you to be able to absolutely nail on what's in your glass. Mm-hmm. Everybody's experience is different. Sure. Therefore, this is, it's been great having this journey with people that, really you're not are experienced first. drinkers and those that are not as I am I'm it's not what I would usually drink but I'm I'm willing Partial to, to I'm I'm open to opening my throat to new experiences I've and, heard that and also <laughs> drinking some whiskey so <laughs> Grant well we'll let you start sniffing that one and go through it oh. so you talked about whiskey cocktails then what for yeah. you is what's the best whiskey cocktail then if we're if we're sitting offering you a whiskey cocktail what is it that you're pulling for Oh, I don't know. Something fruity for me. Right. Something fruity. I bet now I'm struggling to think what has whiskey in it. <laughs> so not an old-fashioned. Does an old-fashioned an old whiskey-based? Yeah, but it, 
mostly bourbon, but you definitely can get it. With. Yeah. Is there one? It's like a like a sour whiskey sour, haven't you? Yeah. I don't mind a whiskey sour. I could do. I could do a whiskey sour. It's becoming more and more of a thing. Yeah, you can get a brown derby. Uh, there's a mint julep, uh, boozy dark delight. Oh, uh, mint julep. A hot toddy. Oh, a hot toddy. I do oh, like I do a hot toddy. A hot toddy. Um, I love it. I love a cocktail that you can basically say is medicine. There's a yeah. Rob Roy, uh, which has red vermouth, Angostura bitters, and orange zest in it. There's okay. A penny, uh, penicillin, <laughs> which is whiskey, honey, ginger, and Sorry. lemon. Sorry, I sniffed the whiskey too much, and now my nose hurts. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a flyer. <laughs> So what sort of smells did you get on it right away while we're splicing this conversation up? Oh, I might be the worst guest you've ever... I'll, I'll try and make it... It smells an, like whiskey, that's fine. I mean, it does smell an awful lot like whiskey, but like, I'll try and make an educated guess. It's, is it silly to say like some kind of wood? Not at no. all. Oh, okay. Like a... No silly answers, no wrong answers. Like a cedar. Okay. A cedar? Yes. Do you put whiskey in like a cedar barrel? Is that really silly? Oak, yeah, not typically cedar, but I think... I don't think there's walls about that. I think it just has to be wood Well, maybe, maybe it was in an oak barrel and then somebody just, like, fingered it with a bit of cedar. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I <laughs> should have asked what I'm allowed to say on this podcast before I just you say, say it. Say what you want, man. Say what you Sorry. want. Oh, okay. Um, cedar suggests new wood to me. <laughs> yeah, so a uh, virgin oak, <laughs> yes, maybe? Yes, indeed. Uh, so perhaps it's... Suggestive that it's sorry. a younger you barrel. You can't just say new wood, virgin <laughs> oak. I'm supposed to just let that sit there, am I? Right. Can I, can I ask before we get... Are there any... Is there like a group of things I should be looking to smell? Like if I smelt Haribo... That's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Fine. I'm not saying no, I do, no, no, but like... Okay. Um, like one of my favourite things is at the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society, where I don't think we've been. I think we've talked about going before, but I don't think we've ever actually gone. I'll go with you. you know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But they, they write these really, really over-the-top, elaborate descript- tasting notes for their whiskey. Um, like, uh, immediately on the nose, we were transported to a mystical cave um, where a magical gremlin danced around the room. And you're like, <laughs> you're like fucking tell us what the whiskey tastes All like. Right. Yeah, okay. It's fun, you know? I would say if it's not like anything else, maybe like, um, you know when you open the cupboard underneath the sink? Yes. Yeah. Bit bit of that. Wonderful. I think but they've a got but, description. But they've got the good they've got the good cleaning supplies in there. Chemically a little bit. Ke- a little yeah, bit chemically. Little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I can smell that on there. Can you smell that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously you're more of a whiskey cocktail pooler than a whiskey. If it is a whiskey that's straight like that, is there anything in particular that you've found that you like? That it doesn't burn. So it doesn't, simple as it doesn't burn. The, I'm trying to think, the one that I had the last time I saw you was like a monkey's... Monkey shoulder. Monkey shoulder. Yeah. And I didn't mind that. That tasted sort of fruity. Highly drinkable. Daniel Sloss talked about that one a lot. Yeah. It's one of his mm. go-to drams. Yeah. That he yeah. is... Um, he would get someone new to whiskey into because it's a blend. It's a, it's available. It's quite yep. affordable, and it's actually quite a good drink as well. It's often yep. used for cocktails as well. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Okay. Um, that so makes it's a got lot that sense. Um, and it, it mixes well. You tend to find the smokier ones aren't really going to. You don't really want that if you want a fruity mm. cocktail. Yeah. Like Lafroig in there is not really going to do it. Is this you. more smoky than fruity? No, there's no smoke in this. There's no smoke in it. Okay. Um, there's a company that's made made whiskey that is exclusively. For for cocktails, or not exclusively for you could drink it, but that's our main thing. Is they want to be called as they are smoky though. They're called we smoky. Right. Okay. Um, okay. It's definitely becoming a thing as well as um, whiskey. There's definitely a 
there's a strawberry element to it, and I I can partake in it myself, but. I really like the conversations where you just get down to exactly that. The description yeah. of, it's like opening the cupboard under the sink. It's just perfect because it, it, it pulls on a memory and you can identify that. You, I guess you could be snobby about any, like, you could Absolutely. be like wine, petrol, whatever yep. you drink, yes. you know. Uh, yeah. And it's of no criticism to the people that want to be snobby about it. I exactly. Think if you enjoy something, you're passionate about it. Absolutely. We are not whiskey experts. We're whiskey fans. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's, exactly what this podcast is all about. It's a very wholesome thing of you to say. We are a very nice. wholesome podcast. Yeah, it's very wholesome. Such nice boys. Nice wee, nice wee lads. That's <laughs> us. So, but ice would typically be in it, would be the next part to that. Oh, I think so. Anything to water it down a little bit. And I mean, you can water that down if you want a little Don't bit. use sparkling. The suggestion, yeah, yeah, don't use sparkling. Why can't I put well, sparkling in it? You could. I don't know that it's... Try it. But then I'd have to do that with all of them, surely. No. I on... swear to God, the cup of sparkling water just like winked at me. <laughs> <laughs> it made a little noise that just said, pour me, daddy. I think pour a little bit <laughs> of the still because then you can add the sparkling after. You can That's remove, sparkling. You can't remove oh, okay. the sparkling once the sparkling. Okay. Whereas you can add to a still. Um, God, I'm having to do all I my think... own stunts. I'm going to add sparkling to this and let's just see what it does. <laughs> I like it without the water, I think. Right. How strange. Yep. It tastes more intense now. That can happen. Yes. So one of my favorite things is talking about when you when you add a drop of water into the dram, you can see like, it's like oils moving around and things like that. But essentially what you're looking at is atoms being ripped apart and stuck together again as you're changing the chemical composition of what's in the glass. It's the coolest thing. After less than what? Gee, that oh my was God, a lot. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to look at it as if you just said atoms like being torn apart and I picked up the glass as if I'd be able to see that with <laughs> with the human eye. Um, mm. I added spark into it and it has dulled it. It's dulled it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Maybe I'll try the sparkling on the next one. What an experimental world game. I was what a pioneer <laughs> I am. God. Who knew this was going to be the experimental podcast. <laughs> um, Grand. Okay, so cocktail, typically what you'd go for. Ice. If it is something you quite like a monkey shoulder, it feels like you're going to be playing more in the space ID softer flavors. So, Again, yeah. that yeah. you don't like something that burns the throat. No. Um, if you were for this journey that we're going on and you're picking your dream dramming experience, then is it a whiskey cocktail that you're choosing? Yeah, if that's an option. Uh, it's, a, it's your dream. It's your dream drinking experience. Yeah, no, I'd like to mix the whiskey with other things that are not whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> what other things would you like to mix it with? Oh, something fruity, uh, like, a, like a pineapple juice. Oh, okay. That could work. Yeah, it could work. Oh, yeah. it, and, it, and it will. Yeah. Uh, and then like something for a bit, something for a splash of color, like uh, what's the red? Grenadine? Grenadine, yeah. Yeah. Like a whiskey-based sort of... Oh, a Chambord. Yes, I do mm. like a bit of Chambord. Put a bit of that in it. And um, one of those fun umbrellas. Uh, a fun umbrella, of course, yeah. A fun umbrella. I know it's not technically an ingredient, but still. Yeah. And can it be yeah, served... the experience. Can it be served in one of those fun hats with the... with the When you normally put two beers in? <laughs> yeah, just two big pints of this. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because I want to enjoy my nice fruity cocktail, but I also have got to watch the game. <laughs> yeah. The the first thing that comes up when you Google it, whiskey pineapple cocktail, is a simple pineapple whiskey sour. There could be a more imaginative name. There could be a more imaginative name. Yeah. Um, and looking beyond that, that tends to be there's a pineapple highball. Okay. Um, and a pineapple whiskey smash 
which suddenly sounds a little bit more exciting. A that does sound exciting. Uh, I, that also, let me just see if I, and the ingredients are bourbon, so or whiskey, you can make it with anything, mm-hmm. uh, fresh pineapple, Ooh. fresh lemon, a bit of salt, oh. simple syrup, okay. bitters, and a red aperitif liqueur. Ooh. Campari oh. uh, liqueur or luxardo liqueur is what they suggest. A luxardo. And then pineapple fronds for optional garnish. Love a garnish. You'd want the fronds. Yeah. So Who's cooler than the fronds? The... Nope. (laughs) (laughs) What were you going to say? I don't know. (laughs) I'm drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I I, I mean, I feel like a process of elimination there. We found you a pineapple whiskey smash. Yeah, that sounds delightful. Wonderful. When is that coming? <laughs> Next episode. Oh, okay, um, great. Because did you bring the pineapple? I forgot the fronds. For fuck's sake. Um, oh. Damn it. Uh, so, right, what we need to get now is tasting notes from you for this first dram, though. Okay. Um, what, so you smelt the cupboard under the stairs. I sure under did. The stairs, under the sink. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you getting taste-wise? Mm. How's the burn? Oh, it's there. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it burns. But it's not like I've definitely had stronger burns mm-hmm. okay. from whiskeys. Fine. Oh, yeah, so it's yeah, a mild. I've, I've had you run away before where I've given you cask string stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that burnt more. This is yes. fine. This, Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think this is cask strength. I don't think this is overproofed. I think this is probably kicking about 40. Yeah, I was going to I was going to say 40. Yeah, I'd probably put it around like, I don't know, like somewhere between like a 38 and a 42. I don't know. Let's split the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love this, man. Um, Angus, what are you getting from this? I'm not getting much on it. This is not doing a huge amount for me, to be honest. Um, I agree with Sam when he says that it's got a bit of a chemical kind of smell to it. Um, There's maybe, maybe some like dried fruits, potpourri there oh you know like the potpourri in the cupboard under the sink have a yeah nothing that artificial sweetness it's, that you it's get like a glade plug-in or something maybe yeah. you're getting yeah yeah i was thinking like old person smell oh, oh so musty well oh musty because some like old ladies for example they all smell of like sort of palmer violet you know lavender. they have this yes yeah. lavender yeah i don't get i don't get lavender no i'm not getting lavender no no, no. I said old person or not old lady. <laughs> oh. Cause. Sorry, because you forgot that women are people too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget. I just don't agree. By the way, congrats on your first female guest last week. Wow, that was a big step. Thank well you. Done. Thank you. We're very proud. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the taste, again, pretty neutral. Oh, God, you just knocked back like a huge waft of it. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Like, I've been having very dainty little sips. You're not meant to have dainty little sips. It's not for admiring. It's not art. It's for drinking. I'm not going to have huge chuffing mouthfuls, am I? <laughs> You'll get there. It takes practice. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, this is going to be a silly episode. <laughs> oh. um, I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling to put into words what's here. Seeing as you know more about it than me, if you're not getting much from it, that immediately makes me think maybe that's the. the I'm not gonna lie, we've not tried the other two, not had a yeah. sniff of the other two, but I'm I'm leaning towards it's probably been the supermarket one already. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested. I'll be very interested if it's not, but Fine. even if it is, I don't think it's one I'm going to be grabbing. Okay. Fair um, enough. 
Yeah, I'm finding it a little bit neutral for me. A bit neutral, not bit a neutral. lot there. Slightly chemically on the nose, a little bit of burn. Mm. I did try it with the sparkling water though, and that might have ruined it. <laughs> so. Do you want? Do you want to have that one just to remind yourself what it tastes without sparkling? Sure. Yeah, give it its chance. Yeah. This is it, just with straight water. When you say when you say you don't like a whiskey on this podcast, do they ever get in touch and go like, "What do you say about us?" Uh, so far, that hasn't happened. Okay. Uh, we've never condemned a whiskey that much. No, I've. Told. There's always been at least one person in the room <laughs> not- has something nice to say. <laughs> yeah, and this is the thing: like favorite and best are not the same thing. It's- Absolutely. Um, no, I'm not getting. Yeah, it's earthier okay. without the sparkling. Definitely getting a little bit more of that kind of muddy kind of uh, out in the woods. Yeah, in the pine. So you're getting the wood again, the pine, mm. like the cedar. There's a so there's a yeah. Note ah. there. But I think it's more of like a kind of a mossy kind of thing. Like okay. it's definitely it's more like of the earth rather than the right. wood itself. Fine. You know. Got you. Um, yeah, what, what, interesting one without being too interesting. What color are the squirrels on this? On this red, red. Right before the yeah. colonizer, gray squirrels moved in. Okay. Oh, so it's old moss. Old moss. It's yeah. old moss. I learned all about old moss when I was in Iceland. Uh, they've got very old moss in Iceland. Good. I am. Um, so on that, we've established what's in the glass. We're moving forward with a pineapple whiskey smash cocktail, uh, and we'll move on to the next dram, and we're going to figure out where in the world you're going to drink it. So we know what's in the glass. It's now time to discover where you're going to drink it, and you've got dram number two. Hopefully, more than mid. Um, I, hope so sta- mm. I hope so too. I hope so too. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Before you get your nose into this one, let's start talking about where your dream experience would be. You've got cocktail in hand. Where in the world are you drinking it? Oh, like at an all-inclusive resort somewhere. Okay. Really? Something like that? Yeah. I don't like a I don't like a holiday where I have to do a lot. Right. I don't like an adventure holiday or like a, a holiday where you get up every day and do something. I like to just stay in the same place. I like to relax. No, no children. Oh, of course. No children. They're not allowed. No. If they walk onto the resort, executed. <laughs> <laughs> in like a weird way as well. And then, and then you just recline by a pool. You have a, you have your beverage. Everything that you could possibly need. The best holiday I think I've ever been on was with my husband. We went to Greece to an all-inclusive. I think once we left, we realized it was actually a resort that was almost exclusively just for people of retirement age. But we didn't mind. No. And we um, we we were there for 10 days. It had everything. Nice restaurants. Had an escape room built in. Oh. Had a bar where I had, I think I had a whiskey cocktail, but it was whiskey and banana. Oh, it again, was, could work. Was, it See, could, when you yeah, get a whiskey that's got yeah. a bit of a banana taste to it, I love Make, that. It was a very nice distraction from the DJ who was genuinely called DJ Good Music. And he <laughs> just had uh, like a Spotify, not even a Spotify premium account, just a Spotify account. So in between songs, you a Greek Spotify ad would play. Great. And then you'd wait for the next song. That sounds so like... I used to run this open mic across, like in the grass market. I don't know. I don't think you'd moved up by this point. Um, you might have come and done the show. In I the think place I did it during the during fringe. fringe no? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but across the road from that bar in the Westport, there's a defense attorney's place. It's called V Good Defense Lawyer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a there was a curry shop uh, when I used to live in London. There was a curry shop that was called something like Very Good Curry. Please come in. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's fascinating to me that you, uh, you you like that kind of holiday, though. I would have thought you would be more of a cultured kind of city break type. Depends on the city. New York? Absolutely. I'll do whatever in New York. And then I need to get out of New York. It's oh, no, I could, I, could, I could do a while in New York. Yeah. All-inclusive resort in New York. How much time are you spending out of the resort and how much time are you spending in? I don't know, because like, I feel I don't like... I think there is such a thing. I've but, been yeah. twice to New York, so I feel like I've done a lot of touristy stuff. Yeah. So then I'd only be leaving the resort to go and do stuff that people had recommended. The one thing I still never done in New York is go to a comedy club. Oh, really? Never been. I went to two when I was... <laughs> this is my favorite thing to tell people. When I was last in New York, I, I went to two. The first night I was there and the last night I was there. And the first night I was there, I got fired in. I was uh, just arrived. I'd missed out on my tickets. Like, I'd got tickets. I'd booked tickets to go to a taping of Colbert. Oh. Um, so I went and stood in the line and like, sorry, after this point, you're not getting in. I was like, well, I've got a ticket. And it was like, everyone gets tickets. It's really easy to get tickets. Oh. We just oversell and then we fill the room. Uh, you can come back next week. So I'm not here next week. So anyway, I was just wondering about looking for something to do. And in New York, in Times Square, this guy comes up to me and goes, hey, I've got a comedy club. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, what's, what's the deal with this? And he's like, it's $20. And I was like, ah, I'm not willing to spend $20 on an untested comedy night. Mm. Two drink minimum as well. I was like, oh, don't worry, I'm going to do that anyway, but don't yeah. force me to, like, because I'm going to, you know. Mm. Um, and I went to it eventually because the guy comped me when he found out I was a comic and that was, like, really nice of him. Got in for free. Um, got my two drinks. It was fine. And every comic on it was dog shit. <laughs> it was one of the worst nights I've ever been to in my life. But don't you kind of love it when it's like My favourite one was a wee guy who's been blown up on TikTok recently. A wee Italian-American guy who keeps on getting slagged off by Italians because he corrects other Italian Americans and their pronunciations. Oh, is it that guy who was like, it's pronounced bruschetta? No. Yeah, yeah, they hate him. Yeah, but he was on, yeah. and he, uh, he came on, and all I remember about his act was just the way he said things like, and it was like real misogynistic stuff about his mother. But of course it was. Yeah. All I remember about it was like, my mother, that bitch. That was pretty much the entire <laughs> way it went through. <laughs> and Oh, the headliner was good. I'll say this. The headliner on a night was class. Was, was the headliner it. his mother? <laughs> <laughs> it was Jamarco Caressi. I've heard the name. Who's yeah, he's supposed to be good. good. Yeah. I very nearly, when I was over there, we did plan to go to a comedy club one night and then we ended up not going because I didn't have any idea on me and they didn't believe that I was um, uh, older than 21. <laughs> um, uh, so we can go. But if we had gone, I've been able to see Matteo Lane, who I've been wanting to see okay. for a while. Another like, I feel like the comics in America, they do very well on social media, maybe just because of how many people there are around them. Mm. But they really take off on social media. Well, since then, Jamarco has gone on. He's done, obviously, this is not a great thing, but it's a good... Uh a good thing to be on he did James Corden yeah he's able to be able to do like a US tour he's doing a European tour a European tour he's doing like Amsterdam Paris and London and he's going back to New York fair enough um, which if you could you would um, but yeah. the last night I went to the uh, cellar yes the cellar which you know iconic uh, New York venue yeah yeah, yeah. that's the one we try to get into every single person on that night was a killer like yeah absolutely Stone Cold would have like there was four acts on each of them did a headline level uh, so they didn't feel like there was an opener a middle spot a closer it's just all of every them there. one of them was brilliant you look at the credits for the people who do the get and you're like Jesus yeah. everyone's been on at least 10 TV shows and they've got those lists of like people like hey we're not going to stop anyone from coming so if you need to leave yeah. because of someone and that just you know, makes everyone think Christ, maybe we'll see CK. Maybe we'll see Dave Chappelle oh um, yeah 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 you know like I, 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 I never got anything like that but I, I don't know what I've done I probably watched I probably have watched you know I don't know. I think that's an in-the-moment thing, isn't it? Yeah. So bringing it back to your all-inclusive. Yes. The one thing, I guess, that we need to ask on top of that 
is, is there a particular resort you have in mind? Or is there a particular country or place in the world you'd like this resort to be? Probably, uh, well, probably Espana. Oh, Spain. Okay, fine. Yeah. So you're doing proper Brits Abroad thing here. This is a Brits how, Abroad. How dare you? <laughs> First of all, not I, I am actually half Spanish. Right. On my mother's side. Angus knows this because he saw my show. I did. Um, and um, uh, so we, no, no not any, we're not going anywhere near like, the, uh, what is it? Playa del Inglés. <laughs> No, thank you. Playa del so Monte, more like. Um, for your cocktail. Do I need what? Going to Pasha for your cocktail. No. Nothing like I did that. go to Ibiza last year just yeah. to see what it was like. Uh, but we were sort of, we were trying to have like the resort holiday experience and everyone there was having like a big Ibiza sesh. We had one Ibiza like big sashi night out. I think we paid £70 each to go into a club. And then we got into the club. My husband went off to get us each a shot of tequila and a bottle of water. And he came back and he was like, this all cost like £110. And we're like, that can't be right. Did you accidentally buy an extra round of drinks and leave them there? And he was like, no, this was it. It's oh, insane. Spain is so cheap until you go into the clubs in Ibiza. And you go into the clubs in Ibiza. Someone at, someone at the hotel tried to get us to go with them to see. What's the fella that everyone thinks James is going to be James Bond, but it's not. Idris Elba. That's the one. Yeah, he DJs. Big DJ Driss, set. he goes as. Big what? Big Driss. Big Driss. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> His name's Idris, yeah. Big Driss. I was, yeah, I was hearing something else. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to come back as well to your comment about a banana whiskey cocktail because I feel like I'm going on a journey through some of these suggestions because I'm not right. familiar with my whiskey cocktails. A mm. couple of suggestions if you want to put a banana cocktail into the mix. Uh, a banana old-fashioned, which is basically just an old-fashioned um, with walnut bitters and banana syrup that gives a rich and nutty taste with a hint of banana bread. Rich and nutty. I do actually, that sounds divine. Yeah, that does sound very good. The other one that came up in the search was a banana Bailey's coconut cocktail. Okay, well, that's what we're doing. Yes. So uh, basically, the BBC drink originated in the Caribbean. So if you want a BBC... Um, that's the only That's the only acronym I know <laughs> that's BBC. Absolutely. I've never heard of All the British wrong. Broadcasting Company. No, cool. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it sounds very sweet, very creamy. I, I think we're working out that when I say cocktail, I sort of secretly mean like a drinkable dessert. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put, yeah. Put it in a glass. One time I think I put whiskey in a banana yop. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually work really well, I think. Not for Back me. to your point, the synthetic banana. Oh. Synthetic banana is my favorite. Sorry? Synthetic banana, like foam bananas. Oh, yeah. Adore them. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Is there a time of day for this dream drinking experience? Mm, I don't li- I, I'm not a huge fan of drinking before like 5pm Okay. only because I feel like if I drink during the day then I don't have the energy to get through the rest of the day unless I'm drinking all day and then we're in trouble yeah. but it, so if I start from like 5pm and at a reasonable time or I just I just keep drinking that evening and then I sleep it off next day I'm fine so at maybe like 5pm like the sun setting or something so, so within that time you know yeah, yeah. it's an ongoing theme the sun has played a part in many oh well experiences. then i don't want to be so basic then 
Hey, you're an all-inclusive inclusive resort oh, in sorry, Spain. Sorry, did I say 5 so, p.m.? I meant 5 a.m. So I want to see the sun rise and start my day with a huge fat cock of a whiskey. <laughs> I mean, that is what Marilyn said as well. Uh, oh, God, that's not fair. Marilyn doesn't sleep. <laughs> she really doesn't. No. The other one is... Are you poolside? Because you talked about the fact that you like to lounge by the pool. Is oh. this a poolside experience? Oh, it's a poolside experience. It's, it's a, a bar wet least, area. Yes. I like being able to get a little bit lit and then go for a swim. Swim it off. Excellent. Get lit, swim. Yeah. yeah. That's my motto. <laughs> it's, it's really dangerous, but it's great. Uh, no, uh, Dame Rebecca Adlington has the exact same motto. That was a weird one. That was a weird reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have said like Ian Thorpe or someone that people remember. <laughs> people should remember Bex. I don't, they should, shouldn't they? She, yeah, she won two golds. Yeah. 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 Get let, go for a swim. Yeah. Um, what about what's in your glass at the moment? Are you swimming in this or are you drowning in its uh, vapors? <laughs> <laughs> Can't a segue. Right. Well, okay. I'm having a pl- preliminary sniff. Um... So that, this, uh, the aroma, is there a word for yes. just the aroma? The nose. It's not as, um, it's not hitting as intensely as the first one. The first one felt very sort of like, the, the, if the first one was gasoline, this is like, uh, I don't know, but just a regular whiskey, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer this one. It's, it's definitely lighter. I feel like, and it's also like a, a lighter color as well. It is, yeah. That that one that I'm looking at in the the backwash glass, um, that's the color of piss. <laughs> I'll be honest, that you we basically have transferred what remained of dram one into a glass yeah. as it sits on the table in front of us. I'm convinced that's changed color. Yeah. Do you think? I think that looks different. But anyway. It's just it's just my little piss glass, <laughs> which is normally my nickname for you, but <laughs> um yeah, it doesn't say it smells much lighter, it's not burny. Mm. How is it on the palate? That's quite different. Yeah. There's something in there that... Yeah. There's something in that I'm, I'm going to have to... Is that smoky? There's something in this one that wasn't in the first one. I don't think it's smoke. I don't think it's smoke. I'm not sure. There's something in it that's kind of like... Ugh. I want. I almost want to say like malty. Yep. Yep, that's how it's... Uh, I think that's kind of what I'm getting at as well. I think it is like dried, oh, yes. dried grain, dried grain, a dried grain, mm. stale Cheerios, all stolen. Yesterday's digestive biscuit. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That is actually before a good it's shout. gone to tea. I can imagine that being all right with tea. Yeah, and you know, like one of the digestives that's at the bottom of the packet, so the packet's been open a while, and you know they've they've been there. They're still yeah. wrapped, but not fully. And not like now. a brand one, like a. All right, okay. So you're talking like like a basics range. The Tower Gate out a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of, I absolutely love how much Widow rip off other companies. It is my favorite thing about that shop. Yeah. Um, in fact, sometimes they've had like actual hobnobs on sale, but their Tower Gate OT biscuits have been. Like there, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting the knockoffs. Even <laughs> yeah, Aldi does the same thing as well. We yeah, Aldi does Aldi. it probably even more blatantly. Like you go in for a Kit Kat and then you pick up like a what, like a pussy finger or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's what they're called. Um, Things are different in Cornwall. <laughs> um, any other notes on this one? Mm, uh, it's better. 
it's better. I would actually, yeah. This one is better. Like as as the as the non whiskey connoisseur or enthusiast, there's this, more this going one, on. There's more going on. This one goes down better. I'm judging a lot on how I well it goes there down. There might be more alcohol in this one. Okay, but it doesn't. Ha- it's not as harsh. My first sip of it after dram one. My first episode was immediately this had slightly more booze in it. Okay. But it, it burns slightly more, actually. Yeah. So you said it was less intense at first, but the burns perhaps more significant. But maybe, that maybe that's, can be true. Maybe that's as you like drink more of it. Maybe it's like a build. So it's a burn maybe. builder. It's a burn builder. Yeah, fine. That sounds like that sounds like a round in in the tipping point. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Leslie, it's time for your it's time for your burn builder. What's this tipping point you speak of? We've never heard of this. <laughs> we have no idea. It sounds really similar to our podcast name. Should we sue them? <laughs> no, it's done by Aldi. We can't touch them. So. <laughs> oh my god. Do you know what happened the last night at the fringe, wasn't it? What what did I do? Do you not remember? I did a lot of stuff. <laughs> Is it something involving me? Oh, big time. Yeah. Uh, we went to the bathroom in uh, Ox 184. Oh, Christ. <laughs> no, I remember now. So I'm like, right, going for, going for a pee before we go see this show. And Sam goes for a pee at the same time as me. And yeah, I'm, I'm like, we'll share a flush. I mean, I'm, yeah. quite, uh, I'm quite a shy peer, so I went into the cubicle. Yeah. And Sam was peeing at the urinal. I have nothing tied. Absolutely. I'm an actual man, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and then I thought... It, the two of us were alone in this bathroom mm-hmm. the start of awkward stories <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> somebody opened a door i thought it was angus opening the door and the door made a funny noise so i mimicked the noise so when the door squeaked open i went ah and then a man who's not angus stood right next to me at the sink and there wasn't much space and i was just like i'm so i thought i thought i was alone in here i thought i was here just with my friend and then Oops. i started laughing because i knew as soon as i heard yeah. i heard sam make a noise i was like yeah. wait for the next thing that said whether it's the other person or sam and was there any reply? No. He didn't say a word and he left. He just, he just, yeah, he didn't say anything. And I came out and Sam had already run out of the room by that point. Yeah, I'd he left. And then I chased Sam back it's to the table the, and it's demanded. It's the festival. He probably just wrote it up as being a show. that yeah. was doing a live event in a toilet because, let's be honest, it probably <laughs> happened. You've wandered into a live podcast recording <laughs> yes. in the toilet. <laughs> it's the fringe. It can happen. Welcome to piss. That could work. Pod in the pooper. Pod the pooper. <laughs> Oh, God. Right, this has gone off track. I don't think there's any more questions that we need to ask about the location. I think we know that we're still sticking... Are we sticking with the pineapple whiskey smash, or you want to upgrade to the BBC? No, the BBC sounds lovely. Yeah, okay. It sounds like a creamy experience. Yes, Bailey, banana, coconut. Yeah. Um, I think it was. That's what it stands for. Yeah. um, it's the only thing it stands for. Uh, that sounds delicious. I got the uh, uh, banana Bailey's coconut cocktail. Yeah, great. Banana Leeds Bailey's coconut cocktail, and it does have whiskey in it. Great. So, you know, absolutely. Obviously, that whiskey is going to be much harder to identify in amongst the cream yeah. and the, the fruit. Oh, no. But, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's in there. It qualifies. It's there somewhere. We can continue. Yeah. Excellent. Right. Uh, we're going to drink up on dram number two. We're going to pour out dram number three. And then oh. it's going to be on to finding out who Sam is going to be drinking with. We know what we're drinking. We know where we're drinking it. Now it's time to find out who we are drinking it with. 
Dram number three is in the glass. This is the last one that you will be put through. Sam is probably the way to put this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> last one you'll be put through before we ask you to rank them okay. and determine which one is the supermarket special. Um, this is cheesy. <laughs> what? Did you say cheesy? You think it smells cheesy? Yeah, I think this one smells no. like baby bells. <laughs> baby bells? Yeah, you're no, not getting I'm baby get- bell from this? Well, okay, I'm getting apple. Apple and cheese go very well together. They do go very well together. So maybe we're getting... A baby bell and... A little Granny Blatter. Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a classic. And clearly the two of you, your noses have opened up because we've gone from <laughs> chemical to apples and baby bells. So yeah. we're on a journey. Specifically creamy kind of like cow cheese. Not, creamy, not, creamy cow cheese. Creamy cow cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that's another Albie. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about, like blue cheese. I'm not talking about sharp cheddar and that. <laughs> I'm talking about a creamy cow cheese. <laughs> creamy cow cheese. Yeah. Fine. I know exactly what you're talking about. And you're getting apple, which is and I'm not just getting a, like it, a so. regular old apple. <laughs> I mean, I can understand that as well. I mean, that's that's quite a common one. Like, kind of hard fruits, apples and pears. Yeah. Grant, well, while you're enjoying yeah. that... Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say is, enjoying, but well, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Savoring, uh, mm. sampling, sampling. Yeah. We'll go sampling. Um, that looks like a sample, and you're having. A sample, <laughs> so. um, we need to determine who you're with, who's with you for your dream experience. Sure. So you're next to the pool. It's España. Uh, we didn't Spania. determine if there was actually a place in Spain. We probably should. Is there a particular part of Spain, or just Spain? Uh, well, my family is from Asturias, which is in the north, <laughs> which isn't known for resorts, really. No, it's, this a, is a it's more experience. A, it's it's a mountainous there. region. No, I don't want to go up the mountains. There's nothing to do there. Fine. Signal's terrible. Is that not the point in the all five-star, all-inclusive, is that there's nothing to do? No, no, no. There's stuff to do, but only within the confines of the resort. <laughs> if you told me that there was an actual war going on outside the resort, but like the conflict is not going to come in at all to the resort... Great, fine. Absolutely fine. I'll wait for the armoured coach to take me back to the airport whenever, whatever. Um, What? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, it doesn't matter. It's just Spain. Who's with you, though? Who's with you? Who who are you next to? It doesn't need to be Mm. one person. It can be a collection of people. But who is there for it to be that it's ultimate? It's got to be if I'm if I'm having a good old if I'm having a good old cocky wocky by the pool. I oh, don't call them that. I'm so sorry. Uh, um, I um I, I feel like I would want to have a drink with someone, maybe like B list famous, so that oh yeah. so that I get them a bit lit. They tell me some stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to think it would be... Yeah, who's who's the one up? And, and again, this is you need to be careful because you're going to immediately label them as a B-lister. So there's that. I feel like part of being a celeb is knowing exactly where you Which stand. Which you're on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking like this morning, maybe obviously not Schofield too soon. Probably not a Holly Willoughby. She's too close to everything. She's probably signed a bunch of stuff. You want to go Rylan? I think I'm going to go Ryland Clark O'Neill. Wow. Because even if it's not goss about this morning, he has lived a very interesting life. Yeah. He could give you goss about what happened on The X Factor. He's also like the face Big of brother, yeah. uh, Cinch, who sponsor the Scottish Professional Football Leagues, which means 
every single trophy that's won, Ryland tweets the club and says, congratulations, really? you cinched it. What a cinch. Like a car hire company, I think. Oh, right, car okay. Buying. Car buying company. Car like buying. Car company. It's like the opposite of we buy any car, because they are buying it off you, cinches when you're buying it off them. Right. So instead of we buy any car, it's we buy some cars. And sell you them. And then sell right. them on. And yeah. then sell them on. Yeah. It's a long <laughs> domain name. I can see why they called cinch, it cinch. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, I, I mean, I think it's a great shout. And there's another podcast I listen to, I won't name it here, that has not, a, I'm not going to say the format's anything like, because it's not, it's nothing like the same, but it's uh, one where Rylan Clark has been on it and it's one of the best episodes. Uh, I think it's oh, really? hilarious. I think on Radio 2, he's magnificent. I think in Celebrity Gogglebox, he's one of the best. Mm. I think genuine, I, I think you're right, you would get content out of him even if it was no juicy cost whatsoever he, yeah but even like not ju- like something fun about like yeah i don't know if he if he told me that um alison hammond has a collection of japanese body pillows fun it's a bit of fun that doesn't yeah. and that doesn't hurt anyone yeah 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 and is that the uh, so the the dream conversation with the cocktail is is it juicy goss is that what you want from that yeah why the bloody hell are you talking to anybody if it's not juicy goss <laughs> Why is you oh oh how how is your wife and kids boo tell me something juicy about I don't know someone from work and is yeah. it just you and Rylan or is there anyone else you're adding into the mix to <sighs> I, well, well we've done we've covered we've covered ITV this morning well he is sort of everywhere isn't he Oh, well, how about a bit of diversity? I ask a woman. You lads know about that. Um, we sure do. Who? Um, uh, do you remember Lisa Snowden? What a pluck out of nowhere. Who is Lisa Snowden? Lisa Snowden. She she was a presenter. Well, she still is a presenter. She pops up on This Morning every now and again. She was on Strictly. She was a model back in the day. How far back in the day are we talking <clears throat> Early noughties, I think. Like the Thorpedo. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that woman in my life. Really? Yeah, she's... She... I genuinely thought when you were saying her name, I was like, was she in Steps? <laughs> <laughs> she's the one who leaked all of that government information? <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. is... She is a, a reach from somewhere. I Again, I... <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that she adds to the mix. You're very ITV heavy here. Is that your channel of choice? No, oh, I almost okay. never watch it. I don't I'm... know why they're all coming from there, but I just feel like they, between them, would have some good stories. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, so. and I feel like they kind of want to give the stories away. They just need a little bit of loosening of the wheels, greasing the wheels. And what are you bringing to the conversation? This, that sounds like a very judgmental question to ask you, but what I mean by that is, like, it's like, and what do you think you can add? Uh, more, what are you bringing to that conversation a, to? A kind and interested ear. <laughs> so, and a notepad. This is a listening conversation. So, this is where I'm going to get into with that. This is where you want, you're basically probing, but really, this is an opportunity to have a, a one-way conversation where you can sit back, relax with your cocktail in I hand mean, and just listen to yeah. tales of Rylan Clark. Well, I mean, like, I feel like I could tell them goss of my own, but it would be about people they've never heard yeah, me, of. Rylan, who is Angus Coots? <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't go and meet the Dalai Lama and tell him that you downloaded Headspace. He wouldn't care. <laughs> 
I bet you know some gosh from you know you've got people. some stuff you know people. I know some people maybe threw some stuff and then that was bad and then that's yeah. all I'm gonna say and then maybe I mean, yeah. the moment that got cut with that Madeleine Robertson episode because she would not respect anyone's privacy. <laughs> 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 I mean the last night we spent of the fringe yeah we heard all about it we know all about it the listeners you don't yes. uh, oh listeners you are missing out I'm so sorry T- titties everywhere yes. um yeah i kept i remember that night with her like we kept running around and i kept finding like friends and going like i'm not being inappropriate am i like everything i'm doing is okay and they'd be like yeah it's fine and then i go do something else and be like are you sure because i think i'm getting worse really- and they're like no it's honestly fine yeah yeah, I, I've, yeah. I've heard other stories that weren't mentioned on the podcast since um what of what no you were there though <laughs> oh i was there but it was something else was going yeah. on yeah yeah, that was boring. So uh, no, this, is, this is this is it. So we're we've delved into the juicy goss here. This is exactly what we've landed on. Um, okay, so we know it's Lisa Snowden who's there as a support act to Rylan Clark. Really, what she's doing, I guess, is in his silences, she's filling the void so that you have a constant trail of uh, juicy goss. Would yeah. you ask how much they knew? Yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I yeah. would. You'd have to. You couldn't not. Yeah. Everyone but you wouldn't be, be accusatory, it. I'm sure. You'd be like, hey, guys, so. Yeah, and at the same know? time, you'd be like, do you mind if I just, like, start a live stream yeah. for my followers <laughs> and then, and then like, forget to turn it off? Oh, I'm so clumsy. I've had too many one big black, big BBCs. <laughs> It's funny as well that uh, the BBC is the drink, but ITV is the channel that you want the people Well, from. exactly, so this yes. Is it, this is it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, we have been defined by those four channels we had when we were young, and that's, that's just that. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing four channels. I bet the two you never had to suffer that. I bet you were both... I remember five. Channel 5. I, was, I think Channel 5 came about when I was like maybe five or six. Yeah. So I, I was... Yeah. I'm, I'm only a little bit older than Sam. Um, I, I remember Channel 5 coming I remember on. Channel 5 coming on and the Spice Girls doing their little song yeah. and it was a very big thing. Yeah. It was a huge thing. And then the only thing that anyone ever watched that was Euro Trash. That was on Channel, channel 4. Channel 4. Then I've got no idea what Channel 5 had. <laughs> channel 5 had all of the softcore Yes, Emmanuel movies. in space. <laughs> not that I, not that I remember watching it. I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a teenager when Channel yeah, Five came yeah. about. <laughs> Angela's asses, oh, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I, very that and Chelsea playing random European games. That Dan <laughs> Petrescu played in, and I always remember because Dan Petrescu looked like uh, David Duchovny. Um Okay, so time has come then for us to wrap up uh, the tasting notes of this oh, one. Oh, I should taste we'll this one, shouldn't I? <laughs> rank these and pick our winner and find out which one is the supermarket brand. So what are we getting out of the flavour? We got Apple and Baby Bell yep. on the nose. <laughs> what are we tasting? Let me just... Mm. Okay, it's, it's got savoury notes to it, I think. It's got a... It's got a to me, it's got a fruity aroma sort of bready okay okay so yes Savory. bready bready taste um is there a technique to tasting it by the way am i supposed nah, to hold I it somewhere anyone in my mouth? Says there is a wire okay you'll taste what it reminds you of uh, it, it's more about being able to pluck the memories and associating that because there clearly isn't bread or banana or baby bells in these whiskies what there are are flavors that it reminds us of mm. so it's, it's hard because it's quite often i find myself going oh, i know that isn't i just can't 
find it in my brain. Yeah. Something there that's so familiar with it. And then every now and then you'll have a taste and it immediately comes to you. Mm. You were baby bell there. You immediately were on that. And you were Apple. You were like straight into Apple. I did. Uh, was the first thing that hit me. Do you know, I, I hate to go back to cleaning products again, but do you remember Brasso? Yes. I'm getting a hint of Brasso. There is a metallic taste to it, which I think is maybe what you're getting. There. Well, yes. I'm, I'm thinking it's weird because this was in a pub because my dad... <laughs> runs pubs um when i was younger my job was to clean in the morning I've and so i'd have to and i'd just polish the taps get the brass out and polish the taps and the smell reminds me of how this tastes yeah yeah did you ever sneak booze when you were in the pub no 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 never i'd sneak snacks all of like the bar snacks and stuff well, and that was assumed was allowed uh, we, yeah we had too many i shouldn't have had as many bar was, snack of choice uh, okay this is a bonus question Oh, a bar, bar snack of choice. Having, oh, like a sweet chili nut. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, sweet chili nut. I can't see past bacon fries. <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah, we had the proper ones as well, not the frazzles. We had like oh. the proper... Oh, yeah, the proper yeah, ones. Yeah, the proper ones. So you had them yeah. and you had the scampi fries. But we could, I, it was so cool growing up in that way behind a bar with all of the different snacks that would come in because I'd see all of them, like all of the ones you forgot about as well. Do you remember Tasters? No. Cadbury's tasters. Oh, yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah. yes, they were great. They were yeah, great. Little, they were lit. Like like Maltesers, like but Cadbury's. Yeah, and harder. They just chocolate. Class. Just yeah. solid chocolate balls. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, complimented oh. BBC very nicely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the cocktail, lads. What do you think I meant? <laughs> Oh god, they were um, great. Yeah, yeah, they were so good. We saw everything. Three D, three D Doritos. Remember them? Oh, three D. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, Brasso. Yes. So, Brasso. <laughs> Fine. Anything else that you want to add? No, Flavor I really wine. can't get much else. No. Fine. Okay. Well, we've completed the dream journey. We know what it's going to be. We'll recap it at the end. But now we've reached a point where we need you to rank these from your favorite. The least favorite. Okay. And then we'll need you to uh, establish <laughs> which one is the supermarket brand. We always start with our guest. So all you need to do is tell us which was your favorite brand, which was the middle okay. one, which was the least favorite. I think my favorite was the second one. Okay. Then this one. Mm. So number three. And the first one, I think, was the worst. Least favorite. Yeah. Fine. I'm the same. Exactly the same. Exactly the same, yeah. It's it's tight between this and the second one, though. I like this one. So you like the second two, but the first one. It's loose for me, the distance between the second and third one, I think. The second one was much better. Okay, okay. Which one do you think is the supermarket one readily available? It's either the first or the last. And I might say the first just because it was a different colour to the other two. Okay. And the first one was really hard to get anything out of. Where the sec- the second and the third one, there were flavors and smells that hit right away. Whereas the first one, I had to like think about it for a bit. I think I'd probably go the same way as well. I wouldn't be massively surprised if it turns out that's wrong, and this one might be the maybe, third one. Maybe the third mm-hmm. one is. Um, but I think the first one is probably right. Okay, so dram number one. This was the least favourite. It is sweet dram blend number one. 
So it's blended Scotch whiskey made from single grain from the North British Distillery, sherried single grain from Invergordon, and some peaty single malt from Ardmore. So when you said that, is there a bit of smoke in this? There was a little bit. Really? Wow. Got none of that. Shows what you know, piss boy. So the blend is married together (laughs) and given a finishing period in a tawny port cask. Oh my God, I love port casks as well. So there you go. Um, the nose is nutty malt, honeycomb, delicate hint of toasted oak. Honeycomb. Slightly chocolatey. Uh, palette oh. vanilla and more chocolate with a slow build of dried fruit and a smidge of singed hay. Okay. None of that. If they say so. <laughs> so you've got potpourri uh, and you got like earthy. I wonder if the earthiness might be the singed hay, but I think I'm letting you away with that, to be perfectly honest. I'm probably hmm. being kind. Um, the finished aromatic oak lasts... Was that the one I said cedar? That's the one you said cedar. So it's a wood. (laughs) It is. is. It's a wood. So that's Sweet Dram Blend number one. Who makes that? Um, It is made by, it's from a company called Sweet Dram. See, now now that you've said that, and now that I know what that is, my Dram 3 that I'm just tasting a little bit of. Yeah, I know about this now. What? (laughs) Oh, have we got it wrong? Yeah, we've got it wrong. (laughs) What do you think number three is? Maybe Black Bottle. Okay, um, so dram number two. This is dram number two. You like the best is the most expensive. Ah, uh, you have taste, Sam. Um, <laughs> this is the Douglas Lang's double barrel series, Speyside and Lowland double bottling. Doubles everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So this is uh, it features whiskey from the prolific Speyside region and whiskey from the wonderful Lowland region. Their words, not mine, creating a brilliant. Ex- Expression packed full of warm malt, citrus fruit deliciousness. The nose on this is honeyed barley with a whiff of fresh citrus and peach in the background. The palate is flaky almond pastries, milky tea, more orange and lemon, and a bit of mango in tow. And the finish is softly spicy with dry cedar and nutmeg. So you didn't see cedar in the first, but clearly acceptable to put cedar. Yeah. Did, you say, so, did you say pastries, almond pastries? Yeah. You said you said stuff about biscuits. You said about you digestives. Said oh, did I say? Yeah, you someone said, said digestives. Oh, you said digestives. You said oh, okay. digestives, yeah. So it is more boozy. Uh, that second one actually comes in at 46. 46? Oh. The first one was 43. Oh, what? I oh, okay. never thought the first one was at 43. Yeah, so there you go. I thought it was one of those kind of harsh ones that isn't actually as boozy. Um, And then it comes to dram number three. Which is clearly the supermarket one. Which is the supermarket one. Ugh. This is 40% ABV. Interesting. Um, this is the Copper Dog Blend, which is a oh. blend of Speysides. This has been created by the Craigalachie Hotel. Uh, an easy drinking whiskey that can be savoured neat or mixed. That's very vague in its description. But uh, I actually think as far as a blend goes, it's actually very drinkable. Very, very nice. I can put a bit that way, yeah. Yeah. Hey, when I said black bottom, I go, that was not disparaging. That was just, uh, we've said on this podcast before, I've got a lot of respect for black bottle. Tasting notes on this one is chocolate digestives, nutty malt orange peels, and soft simmering spices. Um, Baked goods and honey-covered fruits. There's so much baked goods that flavour whiskey. People love like kind of jammy flavours and baked pastries and cinnamon rolls and things. Yeah, like that. but it didn't taste anything like. That. No, 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 they very seldom do. Okay, 
So there you go. Um, that is our order. You both like the most expensive one. Great. You both. That's all that matters. What yeah. I will say is the one that you thought was a supermarket one is actually, for the most part, not fully, but for the most part, cheaper than the supermarket one. Oh, okay. really? So it's not a very expensive blend. Not um, as easy to find, but... The, yeah, not as easy to find, but not wildly expensive. So okay. there you go. Wow. You go. Well, that's it. So, Sam, just to recap, thank you for joining us in the Sipping Point Snug. To recap, you are having a BBC cocktail. Yes. That is a banana bailey coconut cocktail. Mm-hmm. You are having it at an all-inclusive resort in Spain. It is approximately 5pm and you are lounging by the pool. Uh, and as you're drinking, you're joined by Rylan Clark and Lisa Snowden so you can get all the juicy goss mm-hmm. from STV and beyond uh, as you enjoy your dream drinking experience. Sounds great. I'm going to go right now. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Until next time, Slanjava.